Hey there, thank you for joining the live podcast, a podcast provided by the Love Your Soul Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit aimed to help spread the message of self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building a better relationship with yourself, but a better relationship with others and with our beautiful planet. So if you're on a mission of self-healing, of self-improvement, of self-discovery, this podcast is for you. Be sure to like us on all social media platforms at the LY Foundation, at our website, thelyfoundation.org. And we're so thankful that you found us and we just hope to help you no matter where you are in your journey and to remind you that you are the most important person in your life. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to an episode of Equanimity, a podcast series of the Life Podcast. Monica here, we had recorded an episode, Jackson and I, but unfortunately it got deleted in the cloud world. So I am going to be jumping on and we'll be bringing our joint episodes back soon enough, but I'm grateful for solutions (laughs) and figuring it out nonetheless. But in the conversation I have with Jackson, we talked a lot about the beauty of resting and just how important that really is, especially as we're growing and going through different phases. But the reality of getting that time to almost see a huge barrier at times in modern society. But the great thing is that more and more, a lot of us are trying to find that balanced approach to living again. And I was listening to this podcast episode the other day from the Mark Groves podcast called The Create the Love. And they were just talking about this concept, how so so many of these things that we're trying to cultivate now are things that are just normal, right? It's normal to need rest. It's normal to want balance in one's life. Like these are all very normal things. But of course, because we, the collective we, has gone against our nature, it almost feels innovative to go back to just being a normal breathing human that requires that that downtime. And that had me think a lot in the podcast episode. They also talked a lot about how caring about others, caring about the planet, those are all very normal things too. Um, and of course, in today's world, the people that are speaking out for these things they get reverence, right? We admire these people. But in reality, again, this is just all truths of who and what we are and are supposed to be. So in a lot of things, it's almost been, it almost feels like a remembering. But the reality is that we have to remember, like there is such an urgency to remember and to become reconnected with oneself, with each other and with earth. And a lot of times like, It can feel like fluff, right? It could feel like fluff to be like, yeah, yeah, we need to take care of ourselves. We need to take care of one another. We need to take care of the earth. But the reality is that this is just essential. I find that even as 
AI and tech, it just feels like it's all growing at such a speed, much greater, it feels like, than we can even really comprehend. And only now there are studies that are showing how all this increased tech, what it's doing, um, our mental health, our well-being, and the urgency of bringing that balance and unity back to oneself and to have healthy boundaries with the tech and to be able to be present with one's life and to want to have real life interaction and to see the beauty and the necessity of that. And again, all of this is normal. Like these are all normal things for humanity to not forget our true essence. And the fact that we are communal beings, we are social creatures. We need one another to remember each other and to remind ourselves of these truths. And I've also been contemplating a lot just about the hyper-individualization that a lot of mainstream, at least in the Western world, has been speaking of. And how we do need to remember the importance of community the importance of union. And I think that a lot of this response has been because of traumas, right? And getting into survival mode and trying to figure out another way. But the reality, again, is that we are human beings and we're physiological. We are, it is on our biology to need one another to survive. We absolutely need that. So even a lot of this has been a relearning for me too. And some months or a couple months ago, I came across a video of Teal Swan and she has a a big following on YouTube and on social media. And I would say she's a contemporary thought leader, spiritual advisor of sorts. And she talked about jellyfish, how jellyfish is a social group to a communal species they migrate in groups and she was just saying how she's almost like on a mission now to remind humans that we need one another to survive and to again to remind ourselves of that and to remember the beauty of that and she said you don't tell a jellyfish to go and be alone to figure it out And sure, there is beauty necessity of understanding one's aloneness, but it is definitely not supposed to be where we're supposed to be and stay. At least I don't believe that. And I think our biology affirms that too. And of course, I think it's essential to be able to cultivate a good relationship with oneself, to love ourselves, right? but then to connect the dots to community and back to earth, how it all transforms with you. And I think that's a big thing that I would like to just comment on. That yeah, it does start with you, but it doesn't end there. That's the beginning piece. That's the bridge into everything else, all of life. The more we become, the more open we become to the world, to the whole world around us, the human world and the, li- the rest of the living world, our beautiful home. And so lately, as I see different forest fires happening and just so much acceleration, I have been 
spending time with trees, spending time and finding pieces of myself that I too had forgotten. And I'm grateful to be able to have this opportunity to slow down and to remind us that we're not supposed to just be on all the time, to find the beauty and rest, to find the in boredom, especially with just social media, finding the balance with it. And it is a beautiful thing, right? It connects us literally to the whole world. It connects us to so much information. But on that episode two with Mark Groves, they talked about how with just so much information, it's almost like we don't get the sufficient time to digest everything that we're, we are consuming. So we must find that balance, that equilibrium, that equanimity to be able to understand, to see where we're going next, to be able to have the capacity to envision, and even to have that time of just being with one's thoughts and to reflect, and then to come in union with other and share, and then to find those solutions that we all need to experience, and to remind ourselves that the gift that we have in our heart The gift that we are is exactly what the world needs to feel and experience. So it is our duty to show up as our authentic selves because we all are a piece of the puzzle. And I think that brings so much awe to me. Like when I just stop and just reflect on that fact, it makes me so grateful to be alive and to know that the next invention hasn't even like the next leading thing hasn't even popped out yet or to know that we all have a place here that we're all that there's so much more room there's more room there's so much room for all of us to show up in our most authentic selves there's room for us all it's our birthright and if you're a person that believes in finding solutions and being able to create a beautiful world we definitely need that more than ever to have that optimism and that action but that doesn't mean that we can't feel the sadness right that we can't feel the grief it's essential to get to the other side of inspiration and with every cycle that's what I learn with the different cycles that I go through and grow through is that with every unveiling comes new light. But in order to get there, it might mean that I have to spend some time crying. It might mean that I have to spend some time with anger, with those emotions that can be difficult when we don't know how to manage them. But it's understanding what do you need in order to find the revelation that you might just need. So what practices can help you get there. And like I've talked many times, for me, it's yoga, it's meditating, it's reading, it's spending time outside, it's having a good conversation with a friend, it's meeting a new stranger that maybe we have something of in common with. It can mean sharing a meaningful hug with a loved one, with my mother. It can mean having a beautiful conversation with a beautiful friend. It might even just mean hugging a tree and having that opportunity to hug another living 
thing, even if it feels weird at first, but to just say, hey, I notice you. And even though I'm not a tree, I can still honor the mystery and the miracle of your life. So how can we honor more of life moving forward? What can we do in our own personal bubble that causes a beautiful ripple effect? All beautiful questions to ponder. And it's okay if answers don't come right away. It's okay. Allow that mystery. Allow that curiosity to emerge. And I even challenge you to tap into that childlike nature that is inside of you. Even if it's been a little while since you have laughed to something silly or ignited a memory in you that you forgot, maybe you forgot something that used to make you just shine so brightly. Maybe it's tapping into something new that you've been wanting to do. I've been getting inspiration with music in ways that I feel like my spirit has been wanting for so long. I rarely talk about how I am a classically trained piano player. I started when I was eight years old and I was just hardcore about it up until I was about 20, 21. I studied it in school. I participated in competitions. And what ended up happening is that I got burnt out. I got burnt out and I just put it to the side. I never stopped being a lover of the arts and music. And so much of my life is dedicated to that and the encouragement of that. But for me as a musician, I put it to the side. And I think I put it to the side because of just the amount of almost like perfectionism that's involved with playing the piano and the competitions and just the strict schedule of practicing. And I just, I've needed a breather. I've needed a breather. And in the years that I have stepped away from the piano, I have found new music, new inspiration, and new ways of connecting to music that I think I only dreamt of when I was younger. And I'm so happy to share that through all of this, I'm getting inspired to be a different type of musician and something that I've been just holding in my heart. And I actually want to start the journey of being a DJ. And that's something that I've just been keeping to myself. And I'm just excited to start learning and seeing what that is going to bring me. But it's beautiful to see the inspiration that can come even when you don't expect it. I'm not really sure where the journey is going to take me, but what I can say is that every time I think about it, it gives me so much joy. And that's how I know it's a good thing for my soul. So I think as artists, sometimes we reach these roadblocks where we think that we won't ever create in the same way again or whatever voices of disappointment maybe have infiltrated our mind in the past of the piece or work that we did but I think the most important thing is to stay gentle and kind with oneself especially as we grow and change throughout life and to stay flexible with it and that the artist's journey is 
a never-ending one and I think that's what makes it very beautiful and I can say that in the years that I stepped away from piano I found the beauty of creating in different avenues and I think there is art and all of life I think that life in general is an art form and whatever thing that you do whether even if it's more science-based or tech-based or whatever it might be that's an art form in on itself so I think if we can really see the beauty in all of things it almost brings less pressure to have to show up in a particular way And I think, again, it gives us the capacity to grow in the direction that we're meant to. I think the big ingredient is to stay open and to stay kind and to stay gentle with oneself, with whatever wants to be birthed through you, and to give yourself that chance and to never lose hope and to know that even when there is darkness emerging, that dawn will be following after. But in order to get there, we must allow the storm to teach us whatever it's wanting to teach. And that when it gets heavy, when it gets too hard, to remember your community, to lean on the support system that you have. And even if you don't have one, to reach out to organizations that can be there for you, hotlines that exist too, just to know that there is somebody there waiting to help, even if you just need someone to lean on for a little bit. And even when we can't verbalize whatever it is that's hurting us or troubling us, to know that if it feels comfortable to you, that sometimes even just asking for a hug can be great medicine in that moment. And then maybe the words will follow after. So a friendly reminder to meet yourself wherever you're at, to be kind to yourself, to be gentle, to stay flexible, to stay rooted, to never lose hope, and to remind yourself that a new dawn is waiting to be emerged. So with that, I think I finish my little spiel for the day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following And as we transition over here at the OYF team, equanimity is going to be on a little bit of a pause as we reconfigure our team. But we appreciate all of you for supporting the OYF podcast, for listening to the conversation, for listening to equanimity, to please share, subscribe, all the beautiful things to help our podcast grow. Thank you, and I hope that I've been able to bring some new perspective or hopefully just a little bit of comfort. Peace to all of you. Have a beautiful day wherever you are.